everyone. Uh, welcome to Not Another Whiskey Podcast. This is a wee, well, a special wee 30 minutes with. Uh, we're in Edinburgh. Edinburgh Festival's going on right now. We both missed Whiskey Fringe, which is a little bit annoying. However, we kind of decided to come into the centre of the, the town in Edinburgh here, and uh, we're right next to Johnny Walker Princess Street, and we're in the world's smallest whiskey bar, which is kind of cool. So Daz and I, if you can picture this, we're crammed right together, shoulder to shoulder, Mark is our bartender here. We've got some fantastic whiskies, so we're going to get into that in just a second. But excuse all the background noise here, because we are literally right in the centre of Edinburgh, right, Daz? Yeah, man, that's it. That's the chat police coming for you, mate. <laughs> Should have been a while ago. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. They're about four years late. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what's been happening, man? You've been out in the festival? I have, I have. Uh, I was down at the jazz bar the other night. Nice. Um, one of the whiskey writers is a guy called Philippe Schreiberg, and he does a thing called Rhythm and Booze. Mm -hmm. Um, and he ran a night at the jazz bar three nights in a row. So I went down there. He started at midnight. I left at half four in the morning. A few Taliskers may have been consumed. Mate, you're too old to do. I know, I know, I know. But that's actually the first show I've been to this year, which is terrible. Yeah. What about you, man? What's been happening? Uh, well, yesterday was a big one. I'm a little bit hungover today. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Uh, we went up to Glen Turret. It was with the Larkfire Boys. Uh, and then uh, we came back into Edinburgh, went into, uh, did a little bit, a uh, couple of cocktails in Lady Libertine, and then went to the, uh, what's it called? The, the Fingers. Glen, Glen, no, Glen Eagles. Glen oh, Eagles Townhouse. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had dinner there, which was amazing. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, ended up in Fingers till nice. I don't know what time in the morning. That was stupid. Nice. Yeah, fair enough. Well, look, there's a lot of things going on booze related for the festival, and I, and I know a lot of people ask us all the time, don't they? What should I do in Edinburgh? What's whiskey related? And things like that. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to spin you through a few different things that are going on. Uh, actually, from tonight, uh, Philippe, who was, whose event I was at on Monday night, he's got a thing called Two Guys and Three Drams. Uh, and it's really cool. It's super, super fun. Uh, and that's taking place at Venue 45 at The Space. Um, and that's uh, from now until the 27th of August. Uh, another thing that's quite cool, actually, that I don't know if you've been to the Thinking Drinkers before. No, I haven't. Nah. There's a guy, uh, Tom Sandham and Ben McFarlane. Uh, they run it and it, they do this massive pub quiz, tons of fun, uh, and they call themselves Alcademics, so they're, you know, alcohol no, experts. I like what they did there. Yeah, it's yeah, but they're also funny bastards as well. So, um, you know, it's one of those you definitely need to get down. Johnny Walker Princess Street, just behind us, where we sit right now, is hosting tons of shows, obviously a massive venue, loads of great stuff. But we're going to go from the world's biggest brand, mm. biggest whiskey brand... Johnny Walker. ...to the world's smallest whiskey bar. And there is a wee gem in the city's west end that has been run by the guys of Cask 88, who specialise in cask sales and independent bottlers. I think that's fair to say, Mark. Yeah, yeah cask merchants specialise in single cask, unrepeatable whiskies. Ephemeral is the word they always like to use. Nice. Whichever that means. Right, okay. Right, okay. We'll come on to that in a second. So we're here to check it out, sit, have a couple of drams with Mark and see what's happening. Yes, yeah, so, well, and just to set the scene as well, this is an old police box. So, I mean, what do you reckon the size of this is, Mark? Um, it's, I believe it's 2.17 metres, whatever that way is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way. In length, or oh, width, yeah, yeah. Um, even smaller this way. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's probably just over a metre deep yeah. right so I think a meter's pushing it but there's, there's a good amount of headroom there is which yeah, is yeah. lucky for you because you're what six I'm, I'm only seven? six seven yeah. only, only six, six seven, seven. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm the same but the six seven yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is very far away yeah yeah that's it people's eyes are the problem all right so I think what we should do Daz especially since I'm a little bit uh, hungover with some excessive brand loyalty from last night is yes. uh, have a wee dram well let's do it Mark what's happening here tell us a wee bit more about the world's smallest whiskey bar. So, here in the world's smallest whiskey bar, 
This is obviously, as we said, presented by Cascade to Eight. So we have three whiskies on option. We've got 15 minute trials where you can come down and have a taste of our three whiskies. So the whiskies we have for you to choose from. This is our 15 year old Deanston, part of our Scottish Express series. This is inspired by railways when they weren't always in strike. I mean, once useful at bringing whiskey from the Highlands. <laughs> we used to bring whiskey from the Highlands to the rest of the people of Scotland and the rest of the world. On our bottle is the, a painting of the Caledonian Railway painted by Robin Barnes. Caledonian Railway was the first link from Glasgow to London. And the owner of Cascade is a huge railway fan because his grandfather was the conductor of the Flying Scotsman, cool. which we have up here on our wall, yeah, just man. underneath our t-shirts which we have for sale which say that you visited the world's smallest whiskey bar and just above our glasses which we also have for sale nice um nice little plug there man yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. this is not your first rodeo <laughs> man yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so this was distilled in ex bourbon barrel of american white oak so it's got more of a vanilla taste to it and less of talon overall it's quite a light dry mild whiskey <laughs> you hear that the Highland Land, yeah, yeah. Did you, did you do that on purpose? Every half an hour, it's seven past. Like, <laughs> seven past an hour, 37 past, for whatever reason. Ah, oh, that's mad, man. Right, anyway, back back yeah. to the Deanston. Yeah, yeah. So this is a light, dry, mild one. A bit of citrus, a bit of ginger, and a bit of floral tasting. Overall, it's a good one for the beginners, though. Yeah. We're big fans of Deanston, eh? We're a lot of time for it. Only 100 bottles made. Nice. I believe it was more than that. Okay. Um, I think my sheet said more than that. Yeah, yeah. I would need to check, but the bottles they say only 100. Ooh. So this is the inaugural release in our witchcraft series. It's by about Isabel Gowdy. Have you heard of her? Yes, no. yes. You have? Yeah, yeah. So um, she in 1662, for those that may not have heard of her, came forward with a list of confessions about being a witch, either because she had ergotism, which is fungus poison, or to mess with the minister in the town. So, she said that she'd be having orgies with devils in fields of crops. She'd been turning into a cat, turning into a mouse. She'd been riding broomsticks in witches' covering, and basically gave us our modern depiction of witches. So she lived in Speyside, which is where Linkwood's located. So, as all Speyside whiskies tend to be, this is quite a fruity one as well. I'm pretty sure I met her in Fingers last night. I was going to say, it sounds like a night in Fingers. <laughs> So um, women in witchcraft and whiskey were often all interlinked because it was women who would do the distilling of the whiskey and sometimes men would think it was more than just whiskey they were distilling in the bubbling elixirs. So cool. our bottles also glow in the dark, which is not going to come across in the podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, um, so this as well was quite a rich one, it was distilled in a Le Chateau Petit Brique cask of European white oak. So it's got more of a... Um, oily waxiness to it. It's overall quite rich. It's a very complex whiskey though and there's tastes of spices, some almond in there as well and even some toffee. Nice, we're big fans of Linkwood, aren't we? Yeah, I mean that's such a nice whiskey, very floral as well and yeah, that's a, a nice 14 year old, eh? And what uh, what else then? This is the last one. I like the label oh, this one. one. Yeah. It's got that sexy label. It's, it's, it's actually it's quite I'm snazzy. A sucker for that. Yeah, hold on. Like, let's hear a little bit more about this beautiful 14-year-old Le Jig, which we're just about to be presented with. So this is part of our unfiltered series. So it's 59.6% because it's bottled at cask strength. 
non-shell filtered, which is quite the debate in the whiskey world if that makes much difference, but Cascade Tape believes it extends the time period the taste goes for. And it's got no added colour, so this brownness is how it would be in the cask. Um, so this is from over the Chegg over in the Tobamoy distillery and mall. So over there in the olden days they couldn't get coal across, so they had to use peat instead. So this whiskey is smoked over the peat like kippers. So it's a very peat smoky one, quite more peaty than most of the Lichags. That's, that's going to be my dram, I'm going to do that, I need a little bit of smoke in my life right now. Yeah, I think, I think after our smoky episode last week, oh, yeah. I think Lichag is, is a shout. Yeah. I'm going to go Deanston, um, so Mitch will go Lichag, I'll go Deanston, and uh, Mark, you can have whatever you want, you know. <laughs> so, Mark, while you're pouring that, tell us about the, I mean, you guys are open the entire length of the festival, right? And it's been, what, two weeks so far, is that right? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I think so. I was going to check the date there. We've been, I think it's 13 days now. Yeah. We've been open. So we're planning to open to the end of the festival. There's some talks about extending this, maybe to do some tastings in September, but that's unconfirmed, unofficial yet. All right. Um, what, our, kind of, what kind of people are you getting in here to We're getting a, a lot of whiskey fans, a lot of tourists, but we're also getting a lot of first-time people who've seen the bar and thought it was quite a cute idea and wanted yeah. to come in and experience such a small bar and see the decorations and take some pictures inside. Cool. It is one of those ideas, you know, when you hear about it, and now that I'm sat in it, had a look around it, I wish it's one of those ideas we had, Mitch. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. We're just not that clever, Mitch. No, nah, nah, absolutely not. So it's uh, <laughs> congratulations to you guys for, for pulling it together because it is, it's, um, oh, it's brilliant. It's really charming. And actually, it's really sunny outside. So it's, it's the perfect place to sit and enjoy a couple of drams in an afternoon, yeah. especially with a bursting hangover, Mitch. <laughs> Tell me that, Mitch. So, Mark, you're about to pour these drams into... Tell us about, a little bit about this, these, these vessels that you're using here. They look quite interesting. So our cups are strudels, which are, these are edible cups, they're made of oat. A lot of people will be describing them as tasting like ice cream wafers. Um, so they're 100% biodegradable, they're vegan. The It says 40 minute use time, but we wouldn't push that past 15. Our paintings have fallen off the wall. <laughs> I caught Charlie. You caught Charlie, you I know. Uh, yeah. Charlie. You did well to survive that. Yeah, well done, Charlie. Okay, I've got you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they're, they're light calories as well, so it's, they don't take away from the taste of the whiskey. They slightly impact the smell, but they actually enhance the taste a bit because of the oat. Mark, these cups, I'm going to put a picture of these up because yeah. it's a great idea for whiskey festivals. Often you see plastic cups and they're obviously not very sustainable. Do these have a smell or a taste? They um, shouldn't impact the smell too much. Uh, they impact the smell, sorry, but the taste, it smells like oat. Yeah, yeah. it's almost can, like a little bit, there's a little bit of chocolate yeah. coming from here yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. You can slightly smell yeah, yeah. that, but taste-wise it doesn't impact the taste. Mm -hmm. Mark, I've got a problem with mine. Yeah. It's still empty. <laughs> you want to do something as well? <laughs> no, no, I'm going to do the chicken. So generally, like, how, how have people found it when they've come in? Like, what's the reaction you've got from people? Have they, have they been quite surprised? Have they been, like, really open to just how it's gone down? Like, what have people been saying about their experiences? People have been very surprised that not only do we have seats, but we have two seats. Mm. Um, we have a, a little guest book here. Mm. People have been saying it's been wonderful, fantastic history, great whiskey. Everyone's loved the whiskey. There's been no complaints yet about the whiskey. Um, it's been, everyone's loved taking their pictures in it. Yeah. It's almost like a little Instagrammable location. 
TikTokable, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're not. We're we're too no. old for TikTok. <laughs> yeah, we can't do that. Yeah. yeah. Have you had to kick anyone out? I have not yet had to kick anyone out. There was a little bit of trouble with a kind of drunk guy on Saturday, hanging around, getting a bit sweary. But it's in Edinburgh. It's a lot more preferable. I'm from Glasgow. Yeah. So you could not open this in Glasgow without getting in trouble. <laughs> <I'm> so, <laughs> the fact we're able to open this in the centre and have so little trouble is quite the testament to Edinburgh, testament to the fringe that this can run so smoothly. Yeah. And then how do people go around booking the, the place for to come in and, and chat to you guys? Man? So there's two ways you can book. We've got a QR codes all around the thing and that will take you straight to the website. Or you can go on Eventbrite and look up Cascade 8 presents the world's smallest bar. And from there, you can book your 15-minute slot. And we should have quite a few left, although it's booking out very quickly. Yeah, that's it. That's what we did. We just went on. Well, I did. I'm uh, Mitch's PA. Yep. Yeah. So uh, I, I went on. And, job of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just went on to Eventbrite, booked it. I didn't realise it was free to come free, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah free I didn't realise that. Free free yeah. taste. Yeah, yeah, I, did, I didn't know that. And that's a, that's a lovely way of bringing people into the world of whiskey. Very welcoming, do you know what I mean? Have you yeah. had many tourists in? Where have people come from? Have they come from all over? Or um, We've had, just in this book alone, looking through there, we had French, Germans, a lot of Americans is the bulk of the tours, but mm. we've had, I've had quite a few Norwegians over, a few French, Italians, Germans, nice. Austrians, Luxembourgians. Luxembourgians, what do you yeah. call Luxembourgers? Is that, is that a word? Yeah, I'm sure there was even a Malteser as well. Oh, Somebody really? Was there? Yeah, yeah, there we go. Don't there know if you go. call them Maltesers. I'm not sure, man. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should, though. All right. Well, mate, look, thank you so much for having us. Thanks very much for coming in. In the world's yeah. smallest whiskey bar. We are the world's smallest podcast, so it works quite well. <laughs> <laughs> So that's us uh, after a couple of drams at the world's smallest whiskey bar, enjoying everything that the Fringe and the Edinburgh Festival has to offer. Catch us next Sunday for another episode. We can't remember what we're talking about. Nah, we'll work it out though. We'll figure it out. We'll keep you posted. <laughs> Mark, thank you so much. Cask88, absolutely much brilliant job, man, on, on pulling together the world's smallest whiskey bar. It didn't disappoint. And I have to say the, the Deanston was delicious. Brilliant. How was your legit? Good. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Happy yeah. days. Brilliant. All right. Have a good weekend. Cheers. Slange. Slange. May all your whiskies be tiny, your whiskey bars tinier, and your ice cream cones. It's not very good, is it? <laughs> <laughs>